0: It's 813, and uh, you are tuned into the Thursday 8 o'clock buzz right here on WRT Radio, your listener-sponsored community radio station. The longest night's homeless person's memorial has been held in Madison since 2009 as part of a national effort to honor and recognize unhoused people who have died on the streets in the past year. Here to talk about Madison's memorial is the executive director of Just Dane, Linda Ketchum. Good morning, Linda, and thanks for being on The oh. Buzz.
1: Yeah. Good morning, Tony. Thanks for thanks for inviting me.
0: Appreciate it. Well, uh, yes. Uh, well, can you tell us how the longest memorial started in Madison?
1: Sure. Uh, in <clears throat> excuse me, there a number of advocates had been talking about um, having a service that would tie into the national effort that had been going on, and in 2008, uh, local activist Donna Seif held a service at Grace Episcopal Church, um, that was indoors, um, and wasn't sure she was going to continue to do that, and then in in June of 2009, um, Dwayne Benjamin Warren's body was found on a bench outside the Capitol, um, on the corner of South Pinckney, East Main, and King Street, and so at, at that time, um, a number of us had been thinking about having a longest night service, and we decided that we really needed to do this uh, in a more organized and wider wider way, so within the community. So uh, we worked with some folks who knew Dwayne um, and were able, with some the help of some faith communities, to plan a, a funeral for him that was hosted at First Congregational United Church of Christ. And then that December, we held the first longest night, and it's kind of evolved in terms of the process so we we had a a service um that was outside but we originally the those first years we actually stood in line with men who were waiting to get into the men's shelter um and then then held the service in that vicinity um then we decided uh that made it made life kind of a little more complicated for for folks, and that didn't make sense. So we moved the service to three o'clock, so anyone who was using using the the shelter could attend and not worry about transportation or getting into the shelter. Um, so we meet on that corner where where Dwayne's body was found. Um, It's an interfaith service of remembrance. There are reflections from the Muslim, Jewish, and Christian tradition. Uh, We welcome reflections of other other communities who want to be part of that, um, can connect with us. And um, usually there's a poem, um, and then we read the names of the individuals who have died this past year. And we get those names from um, advocates, members of the community who are unhoused, Um, who want friends or family members remembered as well as agencies in town who have worked with people. The city of Madison's community development staff also keeps a list. So, so they send their list to us. Um, we have a remembrance form that gets sent out several times starting in October for folks to send, fill out and send in to us. We match, we kind of cross check that with the city list to make sure we've, we've got all the names and then we create a memorial booklet with the information that we know so that there's actually something that people can take away with them. And it's, it's, again, it's just a chance to, to remember and to celebrate and to grieve, um, our neighbors who, who have died, who are unhoused. Some of the folks we remember, um, recently found housing but there is a phenomenon that's increasingly being studied where people who have experienced homelessness and, and particularly more chronic homelessness um i was in a relatively short time of finding permanent housing mm-hmm. um just kind of that wear and tear and stress on their body along with other mm-hmm. underlying health conditions um just seems to to take its toll and it's it's almost as if okay now i'm now I have a safe place. I can I can I can let go. Um, but
0: yeah, so we. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's that, a, that's yeah. that's
1: the service.
0: Yeah, and that's a very interesting uh, phenomenon. And of course, this service is going to be held today at three o'clock on the King Street entrance of the State Capitol. But you are also asking people uh, to attend um, as you as you recognize and I guess honor these people's mm-hmm. lives. A lot of people don't even have funerals uh, when they die because right. there's. They have no connection at all with anyone, um, but you're also asking people to bring if you're if you're going to attend this today mm-hmm. to bring um, um, mittens and to bring uh, winter clothing and, and blankets maybe right. There's right a collection. And,
1: and exactly, and we'll get those to shelters. And in fact, I know porch light. Um, posted yesterday on their social media they need donations so if folks want to go directly to porch lights uh facebook page you can see what they could use and can drop that off directly to them as well um you know they've been seeing record numbers of of men using the shelter i think the the number i saw that they posted on tuesday night was 293 men were in shelter on tuesday night and that is the most they've ever served um and it's actually exceeds the capacity the imagined and planned capacity for the new purpose-built men's shelter that's that's being developed so you know that's that's a concern and the the family shelters have have been full and have had waiting lists, so we're just seeing homelessness increase at a rapid rate. Not just in our community; it's nationwide. And there, are, there are a lot of reasons for that. First and foremost, I think is a lack of truly affordable housing. But you know, it takes a physical toll on people. And and we've had we've re, we've remembered um, infants who have died um, while they were in shelter. Um, we've remembered folks who've had cancer. Heart attacks. Uh, in, in Dwayne Warren's case, it was sepsis. You know what? What should have been a ten dollars copay for an antibiotic ended up being deadly for a thirty-eight year old man, and that's just not
0: acceptable. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm speaking. Yeah. Okay, I'm just gonna. T- uh, I'm yeah. speaking with uh, uh, Linda Ketchum. She is the executive director of Just Dane Madison. We're talking about the longest night's homeless persons memorial, which is going to be held today at three o'clock. And of course, they call it the longest night's because I was. Uh, everybody's like, "No, it's not the longest night. It's the shortest day." No, it's the shortest day and it's the longest night. It's held. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always held on uh, the winter solstice here, um, and. Uh, it's a time to recognize and honor uh, the lives of, uh, of people that are unhoused or have recently been housed. Um, how many people will be um, uh, remembered today who have passed on in 2023?
1: Um, and I don't have the list right in front of me, but I believe we're at 32 individuals that will be remembering um the the largest number of folks we remembered was in 2021 at at um, 62 individuals. Now that list included two individuals who had who were longtime um, allies and advocates, um, Mark Wilson and and I shouldn't but I've just blanked on, on the mm-hmm. woman's name who was a member of Bethel Lutheran Church. Um, so 60 individuals who had been unhoused and two longtime advocates who who worked to fair and affordable housing but also um in support of folks who are unhoused so but that you know that was an incredible number of people to lose in a year and and that's not everybody right because we don't even know everyone who is who is unhoused in our community those Mm -hmm. are those are the people who were connected to someone um and even then we don't we don't always know there was uh, an individual last year longtime advocate who ha- had been homeless for many years has had been housed for a number of years um, and we didn't know that he had passed until someone lifted his name up at the service uh, and that was Ronnie Barbette so it you know sometimes we're remembering who we know um, but it's it it's not it's not. It's not everyone that's out there, and you know the National Coalition on Homelessness has been asking the last several years um, us, and I'm, I'm presuming others, uh, other services around the country, to share our list with them mm-hmm. um, in an attempt to create a national database so that family and uh, friends can find people if they're missing. Because people do lose contact. It's very difficult to, to maintain contact with people when you've lost your housing. It's it's the same. You know, it's hard to find a, it's hard to re, maintain and retain employment. So, and how you—if know, you can't, if you don't have income, how do you ever have a chance of having having housing? So, it, gets, it becomes this vicious cycle. But we just wanted to make sure there's that we're remembering and we're celebrating their lives and we're grieving their loss and and honoring the contributions like Ronnie that. That people have made to this community to make it a better
0: community. Right. And that is the Longest Nights Homeless Persons uh, Memorial, which is going to be held today at 3 o'clock at the King Street entrance of the square. Again, um, uh, they're asking people to come. And if you can also come, if you can contribute some sort of a winter wear in one way or another. Uh, yep. the, the, the little notice we have here at Ward is they're asking for um, gloves, uh, long underwear. Mm -hmm. Uh, hats and and whatever, things that will keep people warm and hopefully keep them alive over the winter. Um, Linda, I want to thank you very much uh, for your continued service to the community, but also Mm -hmm. for uh, uh, pulling this together every year. And like you said, it's what, been uh, 14 years that uh, Madison Mm -hmm. has been doing uh, this Longest Mm -hmm. Night's uh, Memorial. So thank you very much uh, for being on the show, uh, Linda.
1: Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Appreciate it.